Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. It's the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. Good morning and welcome. It's Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. I got nothing good to report this morning about the Pittsburgh Pirates who got swept over the weekend by the San Francisco Giants. Uh, You know, we can be frustrated about that and we can dwell on whatever poor decisions were made or whatever poor performances were had out there. But... Let's look toward the future just for a moment because we've got some good news that uh, that's in some reports. Quinn Priester, it's confirmed, he is set to make his Major League debut tonight. There are also reports that Andy Rodriguez is getting called up to the majors. So there's that to look forward to. Everything's looking, I mean, for this season, everything's not looking great, but... You know, now there's some things to look forward to in the future of this Pirates organization. Ben Charrington had the Ben Charrington show on Sunday, and there were a few comments that he made that I found interesting. So I want to play those for you now. I'm going to play those. I'll take a break. We'll come back. I can, I'll let you guys react to that. I'll let you guys react to the call-up of Andy Rodriguez, the call-up and Major League debut of Quinn Priester against the Cleveland Guardians tonight. We're going to talk about it all, but uh, listen to Ben Charrington yesterday just on the future of the organization. He talked about the catching situation for the Pirates right now, and he talked about Quinn Priester, and he also talked about the development of Paul Skeens uh, since they drafted him, and they're going to talk about what they're going to do after they sign him and what they're going to do with him and what they plan to do with him uh, throughout uh, his minor league career in the Pirates organization. So here's Charrington. And uh, after he talks, we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Davis, uh, he's been talked about a lot before he got here. He's been talked about a lot since he's been here, the you know, number one pick uh, from a couple of years ago. And if the Pirates are very much in the race for the division, uh, it makes sense. If they are at some point determined that, well, it's not likely that uh, they're in the race anymore, uh, does that uh, ever shift for him to get more opportunities or to, to catch, to start games maybe as the catcher? Um, or is it really where he's got to uh, reach a certain level? Uh, because I, I think he's caught 79 professional games, which you don't call pitches in, the, <laughs> in college. So that, that's, that's all he has as a professional catcher. Um, so I understand some of the reticence for that. But, but can you detail for us, because I, I think a lot of folks are clamoring for Henry to catch uh, because he can hit better than the two guys that are in there catching, and then all, but we know what the two guys catching bring 
uh, some of the intangibles and some of the defensive uh, side of things too. So there's a lot to unpack there. But yeah, maybe well, lay we'll the land start with Henry. Yeah. So um, you know, I, I think I've said before, I we expect Henry to catch uh, major league games this season. Still believe that he will. Um, we'll we're going to totally leave that to the staff and to Henry to figure out when and how that will happen. He got into one game obviously late uh, before the break. Um, the game calling part of it with Henry, um, you know, of course that's a skill that is developed and learned over time, but he's so smart, so well prepared, so hardworking. He's going to be good at that. Um, I feel confident in that. The physical part, as you said, he's only caught 79 professional games, um, things he's still working on, he would admit. And then, of course, we got we got into a position in the season. This gets back to competitiveness. When you're in a position that we were, were and we, we believed, certainly, again, I said the math attorney gives us a little bit lately, but we believed, have believed, uh, that we had a chance uh, to compete this year. And when you're in that position and you got a guy in AAA who's performing at a level offensively where you think he can help, well, then you, you have an obligation to try to make the team better, and that's what we tried to do. Uh, by by bringing Henry up, and we knew at the time we felt like that was going to be more in right field uh, than than behind the plate. Now that could shift. Uh, we'll see what happens over the course of the season. You know, it may make sense for him to get behind the plate uh, more and learn more about that as we head into the off season. Um, we have another catcher in AAA who everybody knows about. Still anticipate that you know we'll probably see Andy Rodriguez <laughs> catch, assuming he's healthy. Um, catch in in major league games this year so um how that affects the, uh, the current group and how this plays out time will tell we'll figure that out uh we have great faith in austin hedges and jason delay both when they're behind the plate i feel good very good about uh what we're going to get back there uh hedges has been has continued to be uh one of the elite defensive catchers in the game and all the ways we measure that um jason's been a really dependable guy himself so I think overall it's it's a good situation to be in. We have a number of catchers. They all bring different skills to the plate. We're trying to put ourselves in a position to be as competitive as we can every day as we move forward through the rest of the season. Um, you know, the complexion of that could change. It could, you know, there could be a reason to uh, change the playing time in some ways to, to learn more. We'll see. Again, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but on a day-to-day -day basis, we also need to keep in mind and factor in uh, there's a guy out on the mound who's relying on that person. And last night, you know, Johan Oviedo pitched his tail off last night against a tough lineup. And, of course, Johan Oviedo should and deserves the lion's share of credit for that. He did a great job, and he's working on things. It was great to watch him compete. Um, but there was a guy behind the plate who was a part of that story, too. So all these things, we just, we just have to keep factoring all of these things together and add up to, okay, how do we put the team in the best position to win? There's a defensive component to that. There's an offensive component to that. Um, and at some point, there may, be a, there may be a development component to that, you know, to give the guys a chance to le keep learning that skill um, at the major league level. So time will tell. Um, you know, the answer will come to us here over the next uh, several weeks. Uh, but we're starting from a strong position with all those guys we talked about. I think that's a, a really uh, well-explained uh, uh, rationale uh, for what's taking place now and maybe preaching some patience as I think well. The, not to interrupt, but the yeah. last thing I, I should have mentioned is that, and we know this from history, from research, is that uh, on average that position does take longer uh, for players to develop and to um, 
uh, kind of normalize and stabilize at the major league level. Uh, we know that from from all of the history we have. And so, um, you know, that's another piece of it is we recognize that the path to being a major league starting catcher or a primary catcher, however you want to say it, on average typically takes longer than it does for any other position. Yeah, I mean, Jacob Stallings recently is a great example with the Pirates uh, coming through in his late 20s becoming a gold glove catcher. Got to ask you about Quinn Priester, set to make his major league debut tomorrow. Why, in your opinion, is this the right time? Uh, what's he been doing at Indianapolis that has uh, shown you that he's ready for this uh, this first stint and maybe only stint in the major leagues for his whole career? Yeah, well, it's, it was a combination of two things, really. Opportunity, certainly. Um, we made a decision to option Ortiz uh, for development reasons, and we were able to fill that last spot on the Sunday before the break with the bullpen, and that ended up going well. Um, but as we get back into the stretch of games, obviously we need that fifth starter back. And uh, so opportunity combined with the adjustments Quinn has made recently in AAA. He's been working hard on some stuff. We're excited about it. Um, he's a competitive young man who works extremely hard, wants to be good. Uh, he's an important part of our pitching group. Um, he's, you know, as, as just about any young pitcher is when they come up, he's going to keep getting better. He's not, you know, he's not a... He's not finished by any means, but we believe he has the the pitches, the competitiveness, the, the repertoire, the mix um, to go and compete and give us a chance to win tomorrow night against Cleveland. We're really excited to see him out there. Uh, first of all, Pirates selected first overall. Known that for a year, but you're able to keep it secret. <laughs> we didn't know. No one knew. Uh, and, and it appeared that Paul Skeens didn't even know uh, by the the reaction that he had. We saw that uh, on, the, on the Zoom video there. Um, that it was going to be announced. Uh, so how were you able to keep it secret? And, and maybe when did you finally say, all right, for sure this is what we're going to do? Well, it's not hard to keep it secret on something that you don't know the answer to. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, if you can keep honestly telling, because the, the truth is um, that up until, you know, shortly before the draft started, um, we have not made a decision. And somebody asked, well, how, if, because if, I think I said honestly also that, Paul was the, the first player on our board. Well, if that's true, then how did you know, didn't know that, how could you not know you were taking him? And, and the answer is because you have to have the conversations um, clo close enough to the draft to understand as best you can, all right, there's the, the, the rank order of the players is, is obviously the most important part of it, but this needs to be a match. Um, and the player gets to make a choice too, and we want to have those conversations. And so we were able to have those uh, over the course of the you know the latter part of Sunday, and fortunately for us, um, those conversations just reinforced um, you know how we felt about Paul, and 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 ultimately led us to feel clearly and and with conviction that he was the right choice, and we made that choice. It was a difficult choice if we zoom out and kind of rewind a bit because there were really a lot of you know very talented players at the top of this draft. Players we had a chance to get to know and fortunate to get to know but we're thrilled um, to be able to select Paul and uh, certainly hope and anticipate and look forward to being able to work with him as a pirate um, there's so many things that we respect about him and uh, we're really looking forward to seeing him in black and gold One going from purple and gold to black and gold. that's right yeah and uh, we'll have a let's go bucks and G E A U X 
uh, as they do in Baton Rouge. Uh, but thinking about uh, the deadline still nine days away, I like how baseball has made that window so much shorter for guys to sign. Do you expect Paul Skeens to sign with the Pirates? Well, we're certainly uh, we're certainly hopeful. Uh, no, nothing's done until it's done, as we mm -hmm. know in this game, and and we're working towards that with Paul and and with a number, obviously a number of other. Uh, members of our draft class uh, so we're hopeful and optimistic and we'll keep working at it uh, I think we we selected him with a, a combined feeling with Paul that this is something we want to go into together and uh, we're hopeful to make that happen and the one thing I get asked too is all right well okay let's uh, say he signed up uh, what is the plan for him when when can he impact the big league club now he's pitched what 100 roughly 125 innings already this year which would be most on the team I think right yes it would be more than Keller even so uh, that's got to be a consideration I would presume as well so give, give us a little layout yeah. of, of how that would all take place. well for sure and, and with every draft pick every, every new uh, player who comes in through the draft in July the first thing that happens is a full assessment and of course we feel like we know a lot about each of the players we select but and you know, when they're actually you know in Pittsburgh or in Pirate City and they're wearing black and gold um, we can we can finish off that that assessment and that learning and really through that you meet them where they are uh, and each the answer to that question is going to be different in each case so for a pitcher like Paul Skeens who's had a full college season well that's obviously a factor and we're going to build that into whatever the programming would look like uh, for the rest of the year I think most most of what you're doing with every draft pick when they come in is um, you're doing that assessment to meet meet them where they are physically and then you're working backward from Basically, you're working backwards from spring training 2024, in this case, the next spring training, and designing a program for the rest of this season and the offseason that we think optimally gets them ready for spring training 2024, which would be the start of their first full pro season. So that would be the case with Paul. And in some cases, um, you know, it can include planning games in 2023 and, and that we determine that they're physically going to be ready to do that and it's safe to do that and it's 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 a productive thing for them to do that there are some cases where we decide you know the best thing for this player is just to work on his training uh work on practice and really point towards 2024 for games so we just have to it's case by case and we'll just have to see uh, how that goes as guys get into black and gold whether it's whether it's paul or anyone else no no necessary limits then uh, you got to wait and no see. No I yeah, mean, we yeah. don't want to put any artificial ceiling uh, gotcha. or floor on it. You know, yeah. we need to get in person with everybody and and uh, get a better sense of exactly where they are physically, and then and then and then factor in the the work volume, uh, how much they've played already, like you say, uh, how much season is left. You know, where if if there is going to be uh, competitive games, where are those competitive games? So all that stuff, it's, it, it goes into the stew, and we'll cook it up with the, <laughs> with the individual players and come up with a plan as they get to Bradenton and, and start their pass there. But it's, it's an exciting um, time to have another group of uh, players that we really admire and respect uh, come into the Pirates. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer is here. Come check out Trailblazer, Equinox, and the all-new redesigned 2024 tracks. 
You can also check them out online at sunchevy.com. Today, high of 86, low of 68, mostly clearer than tomorrow. Expect a high of 84 and a low of 68 with about a 50% chance of rain and thunderstorms. There's also some air quality alerts throughout the Pittsburgh area, so watch out for that. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. And right now we got a caller at 412-928-9370. It's Ted from Mount Washington. What's on your mind, Ted? Well, with the interview with Sheridan, I'm not buying it. I'm really not. I, I think it's a half-assed answer what he's saying about catchers. Um, Davis was the number one draft pick, and he's not catching. And then you're going to bring up Rodriguez, and he's not going to catch. You're going to have four catches up there in the major, major leagues. I'm not buying it. I'm really not buying it. Um, if they don't get this franchise turned around by next year, somebody should be fired flat out. There's no excuse. Ted, I hear you, and I appreciate the call. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, Ben Charrington on the show yesterday just played you three clips or, yeah, three segments of subjects he talked about. He talked about Quinn Priester, talked about Paul Skeens, talked about the catching situation, and Charrington still has faith in Austin Hedges and Jason DeLay, which is interesting. And Ted pointed it out pretty bluntly that, hey, uh, you're going to have four catchers on the roster. Two of them are top prospects, and they're not going to be catching. Now, Austin Hedges' contract ends at the end of this season, so I don't know how much faith you can have in a guy that you're likely to not sign back, unless they did, and that would be... That would be a heck of a development if that happened next season. But you're not going to sign him back. Jason DeLay, I'd have more faith in Jason DeLay as a catcher. Maybe go back and let him develop a little bit more. Have some catching depth in the in the organization. I think that's not, that's not a bad thing. He did well at the beginning of the year offensively. He just had a drop-off. I don't think forcing him up here or keeping him as just a, a, a backup and a bench player is really the best thing for the Pirates. So why not Rodriguez and Davis over DeLay and Hedges? I mean, Hedges can't hit, and we're not surprised by that. He has not hit in the past for other teams that he's played for, so not a shocker there. But at this stage of the season, when you're struggling so much, why not give the prospects a more thorough shot at playing? And that's the question, and Ted made some comments. Ted from Mount Washington just called in, talking about, you know, how, how can they have four catchers on the roster right now? Two of them top prospects, but the top prospects aren't playing in a season that is becoming more and more lost with every game. I think it's a I think it's a fair question to ask. I think they're fair comments to ask. And I would say that if if you're not putting in the the top prospects, if you're not letting the top prospects get major league experience, and then you go into next year and next year they're still not good, like they're still not smelling the playoffs. Even I would say they're still not making the playoffs because I mean, I'm losing I'm losing patience by the day, just personally. I'm sure many of you are as well. I'm sure many of you jumped off if you're Adam Crowley, you do both. You jump on and off, uh, depending on how they do, which is what I consider fair weather fandom. But that's beside the point. Um, I'm just I'm losing patience with the idea that they 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 wouldn't play Davis or head uh, Davis or Rodriguez a catcher 
at this at this point at this stage and i mean it worries me for a couple of reasons too i mean they either the pirates either really really want to be developing their prospects they they really don't want to endanger players or they really think players aren't ready or the even worse reality might be that they they're not they're not good enough right now after all the the minor league time that they've accumulated. I mean, Davis a little less, but Andy Rodriguez, I mean, he's he's seemed prime and ready. That maybe they actually wouldn't be good enough, and the Pirates might be right in that they're not good enough, and that's just that's worrisome for many reasons. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole of can they play in the majors, can they not play in the majors, but right now you're you just lost three in a row over the weekend to a Giants team that was struggling and on the brink of falling back in the NL West. The Giants keeping pace with the Diamondbacks and Dodgers, so good for them. Now you're coming in, playing a Guardians team that's leading the the weakest division in baseball this season. you got three games there. Quinn Priester is going to start. I think that it might have something to do with Andy Rodriguez's call-up to the majors. I, I do think that Quinn Priester and Andy Rodriguez might be a package coming up and hopefully that's a good sign that maybe the Pirates will uh, be willing to let Rodriguez catch when Quinn Priester is pitching that'd be awesome we don't have a lineup yet tonight and Rodriguez is not officially called up there are several reports and it's seemingly likely that he's going to get called up but the transaction is not official yet so we got some time to to see what happens there but I think that would be awesome if they came up as a package deal. I think that would be cool that they're they're both, uh, you know, Rodriguez is going to catch for Priester uh, as Priester gets more accumulated Major League Baseball. I think that would be wonderful. But there's, I mean, I've been saying this for about two months now. There's not much more left to lose this season. You had the lead. You had the division lead. Yeah, you're playing good baseball. There were some uh, sprinkles of small ball in with good offense, home runs, and power. Some injuries happen. O'Neill Cruz isn't on the team anymore. I totally get that. That happens, and that is out of the team's control. The Rays, even in the AL East, have been caught up to. Now the Orioles are one game back of the Rays who have reached 60 wins. But I mean the the Pirates should not have had that big of a drop off. And even though the Rays have been caught up to in a sense, they, they haven't lost the division lead. I'm just baffled that they let it fall this far without bringing up some of their more exciting prospects. Got another caller at 412-928-9370. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, man, it's Luke from Beach. How you doing, dude? Good. How are you? Good. I just wanted to say thanks again. I had a great date and just for the tickets and everything. But uh, <gasps> on, regard, on regards to the Pirates, man, it's just uh, – this is just so disappointing. And it's just it just seems year after year you get the same type of – like, same type of uh, – I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Same type of thing. That all, every year, it's next year, it's next year. It's, just, it's so frustrating being a Pirates fan at times because it just feels like every year is, we're primed to win. 
And this year just felt so great. And now them having this losing spree and them almost 10 or 11 games out of first place, it's just it's so disheartening with how they started, honestly. Luke, I hear you, and there's nothing wrong with what you said about the Pirates. I'm more interested, though. Luke's referring to tickets he won, said he was going to take a lady on a date this weekend. Uh, how did that go? Tell me more about that. Man, we had a great time after. I'm not even going to lie to you. We went to Rivers, and uh, after that is no one's business, but we had a great time. Luke, I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. That's uh, more interesting than the Pirates have been. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for the call. I appreciate it, and thanks hey, for sharing. Thank you, dude. I really thanks for appreciate sharing. you guys again. Thanks, bro. Yep. Luke from Beachview won some tickets a couple weeks ago to a Pirates game for winning a contest here on the fan, and Took a lady out, and I'm happy to hear that they had uh, they had a good time. So, Luke from Beachview, great guy. Anyway, okay, yeah, but what he's saying about the Pirates, that's fine. I mean, it's frustrating, and you lose patience, and you want the team to do well. And it, we're coming up on 10 years since their last playoff appearance. It's been almost eight full seasons now. The last made it in 2015. Uh, we're losing patience. I understand people that are losing patience. I'm running out of patience myself, and it's just that much more frustrating that they had to fall off catastrophically to not at least be in the race. And they did, they've did. they been doing so poorly. They've been doing so poorly since April. And they're, they're outdoing themselves month to month. We didn't think it could get much worse than May with the team that they had. And then what? They lost 10 in a row. They lost 13 of, of a 15-game of a stretch. It's just, it's frustrating. And then to not call in some cavalry, to not call in players who we can at least be excited about, I don't quite understand that. And here's where the Pirates are right now. After being in first place at the end of April, they're 41-52, and 52, 10 and a half games back, and the Cardinals now trail them by just one game. We thought the Cardinals were buried, and now it looks like the Pirates are going to be very well buried with them. And now it's a race for last place between those two teams. Got one more caller. Only got time for only one more. Hey, make it quick for me. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is uh, Earl from Cannonsburg, and I just want to mention that I, after listening to Shelty's pregame interview on Friday and Sherrington's yesterday, I think we all got it wrong. According to them, Hedges is, if not the best in the National League, he might be the best in a majors catcher. And I just don't know how many more games we would have lost if we didn't have him in. Earl, I appreciate the call. All right, I hear the sarcasm. Totally understand. Totally fine. I understand your frustration. And uh, you're with most of us who watch, follow, and try to support the Pirates. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 